Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl, Bad Girl Cecilia, and you're in tune to the Fufu and Jerk podcast. It go like this. Get to Fufu with a jerk. Yeah, island yellow so will work. Yeah, anything for quench up your thirst. Yeah, make sure you subscribe before you splurge. Yeah. This is the Fufu and Jerk podcast. It's honestly the Fufu for me. What's good, everybody? Hi, Welcome hi, back hi. to your favorite podcast, the Fufu and Jerk podcast. I'm Omar Muhammad. And I'm Annalisa Gale. Big up on herself. Big up on herself one time. You always got to be extra. And if this is the first time hearing this, you are about to hear something very, very smooth. Uh, I rep it for Africa. She reps it for the Caribbean. And we also rep it for everybody black. Rooting for everybody black. And if you're not black and you're listening to this, we rooting for you too. Take <laughs> the support. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we start the podcast as we always do with the feel good. Three things we are feeling good about today. And this Annalisa Gale, what's making you feel good? Uh, well, you know, I'm going to be honest. What's making me feel good is I'm also keeping it real uh, about this pandemic. And I was very honest recently in a Instagram post just about how I'm feeling about this thing. It really sucks. If we're really being honest, it's not that great. It's not great being stuck in the house. It's not great traveling. It's not great changing your entire summer plans. I uh, just wanted to keep it real about that. And that is my commercial break. Uh, the next oh, thing- this is called the feel good. <laughs> we, we, we made it sound making- like it felt good. <laughs> I, I'm sure it felt good to get that off of your chest. It did. Um, it felt good to get that off my chest. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what are you feeling good about? Well, we're still saving money because we have nowhere to go. That's fact. That's fact. Yo, I bought so many things on Amazon. I was like, actually, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to have this much money in my bank account. Let me go buy something. Like, <laughs> look, we're just going to try to support the economy to keep it afloat if, for the people who are still working. I really feel for anybody who's not working, though. It's really some tough yeah, situations so. going on out here. Shout out to everybody that's working from home, though. It's a blessing. It's a, it's, 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 dope. it's a privilege. It's a privilege, as I, I referred to it on Twitter recently, because we see all these essential workers, <clears throat> myself, she too. A, she works in a van. She's not, <laughs> it's not that tough. She works in a van. <laughs> With a um, friend. She's not alone. Go and ahead. the third thing is, um, I'm happy to tell you, Umar, I am staying in D.C. You pregnant? You know, I'm not making no quarantine, baby. <laughs> not I. I see it all up and down Instagram, but I am not one of those women. Ah, yeah. So, no, but we are staying in the market. I am staying here for another two years, at least. Hey, uh, yeah. New contract so, alert. New contract. How much money we get? That's none of your business. But. Wow. I can't we're staying here. Crazy. We're staying that- here. Congratulations. Thank you. So Congrats. I'm excited to be staying with the same station. So that's going to make six years in two years. Hey, Ooh, look at you. That's a long time. You know what? I didn't think it was next, ever going. next snowstorm, I won't be watching. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be supporting. Know that. I appreciate hopefully you I for supporting. Hopefully I won't have to be working. Um, oh, my goodness. I don't know what... The way my career has been going, I don't know where I'm going to be in two years. Cut it out. We know you will be blessed and on the <laughs> the front side of whatever is happening. They move me, you know what? Depart- they move me to whatever department they feel. Like, hey, we got to open it. <laughs> Go. All right. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> what are you feeling good about, Omar? <laughs> well, uh, the number one thing in my my feel good is an update from my last feel good. I told you that uh, I bought a stationary bike, and I was going to let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, how that went. So I'm you lost three. any weight yet? I'm 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 over three on on workout equipment now. So the first time I told y'all buying a bike, 
And the bike arrived and it was broken. So I had to send that bike back. Yes. Uh, then I bought a second bike. Uh, and that bike was too tall. Oh, um, so I'm selling that bike. And uh, the stationary bike, for, some, for whatever reason, got lost in China. <laughs> you know what, Omar? So, I think this bike thing is not for you. You should just become a runner. I think that's what everybody's been doing. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, I, so I, I ran track. I'm tired of running my oh, whole life. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I, like, I wanted to get a bike. Thing. I thought a bike would be easier. Um, but yeah, it's I, not happening for you. They said they shipped the bike. It's going to be here in a week. Oh, I gave God. it two weeks. I called Amazon. They were like, oh, yeah, it's a third-party seller. I don't know why it's in China right now. Oh, God. They said, we'll refund you the money. If it gets there, you can keep it. But if not, so if it gets here, maybe in, like, three years or something, maybe I, I have something. I, when I tell you, let me tell you something. I ordered toilet paper from China accidentally on Amazon. <laughs> it took literally three months to get to my dad. Oh, wow. I ordered it, to shipped it to my dad in L.A., it took three months to get there. I called them. I texted them. I asked them to send me my money back. They said, well, no, you know, con this conditions right now, we, let's, it's just too tough for us to give your money back. I said, fine, get it there. <laughs> they said, it took three months. So what you're telling me is I have a chance. I said, yeah, <laughs> you probably will get it in the winter. <laughs> hey, you know, that's spring. the best time to get it, you know. You, you I was going to don't want to leave the house. But I'm probably leaving the house this winter. I'm not going to lie to you. The way I've been oh, the house all spring and summer. Um, yeah. Well, we'll have uh, the second thing I'm excited about is uh, the Redskins. Oh, well, the Washington wait, football wait, team. Wait, we're still referring to them I as the that you know? I just said the Washington football team. I Thank you. Good it. job. Good job. I fixed it. Relax. Because even NBC didn't even refer to them by the name. The reason they didn't change it to begin with is because they have a sponsorship through the team. And if they changed it, they would have lost that sponsorship or that deal, whatever the hell it's called. But, um, now that they scrubbed it, they scrubbed it because the team is saying, yeah, we're about to change our stuff. I'm really hoping, as of this recording, uh, two Redskins players have accidentally leaked that the name would be, begin with the R. One said it's going to be Red Wolves. Um, uh, Red Tails was also in the running, but I, I'm really hoping it is Red Wolves because Red Wolves is the only nickname that I've heard that, that gets me like, okay, I'm, I'm hype. I can be part of the Wolf Pack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be out here going, oh, I forgot you're an HTTTR fan. And, 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 you know, I'm an HTTTR. I'm a Washington fan. I'll be, I'll be in the stadium going, oh, whoo. Oh, goodness. Touchdown or something. I'm down. I'm with the Wolfpack, baby. Let's Before go. you move on to the next thing, uh, what do you think about all the calls for the name change and the, the time it took for this to happen and the pressure and the money lost uh, that it took for this to happen? So I'll, I'll say this. I will say... Uh, 10 years ago when like uh, the Native American protests started becoming more prevalent and more like getting more media press mm -hmm. um, I, was, I was really anti against changing the name back then because, for one reason because I felt like they were just picking on the team because mm -hmm. the Redskins aren't, well the Washington football team aren't the only team to have Native Americans as the mascot and or offensive titles right and, and that's in professional and college sports. And I was like, so why aren't they protesting every other name? Um, but, you know, as I got older, as I got more mature about it, I was like, yo, it's just a name. Um, I, I still believe that every, every team should change their name. Um, but, but people are offended by this name. Even if it's not every Native American, even if it's a, a small group of Americans, they're offended. Like, and, and you know, so... 
people are saying, oh, we're only changing that because white people are getting upset about it. True. I have no problem with white people being sympathetic to a cause that, that outside of their own. Um, and that that's fine. And I, 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 I kind of started feeling this way probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. But we all knew the name wasn't going to change until we got a new owner or until it started affecting his money. And finally, after, you know, these calls for racial tensions, you have big, big markets and big organizations saying, yo, we're not going to work with you. We're going to withdraw all this money unless you do change it. And he put his feet to the fire because he used to, he said on numerous occasions, I will never change yeah. the name. That's what I, that's what I was like. It's, Never change real quickly lately. <laughs> you th- you threaten him with, with millions and billions of dollars that never will become mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Money <laughs> and talks. maybe becomes yes. So um I'm excited for the name. I've actually had friends reach out to me and be like, What do you think? And I was like, Yeah, they probably should have changed it a while ago. And I'm of, of course you'd say that media guy. And I'm like, Bro, you, <laughs> you asked me. Like, <laughs> like I didn't get on Twitter and was like, change the name, change the name. But like, come on, man, like if it was if it was the Washington Negroes or the Washington Darkies, we'd be mad. There there would be a riot. It would have changed a long time ago. Um, so you know, Native Americans, they already had enough done to them in on in this country. Um, this is something slight. So hopefully, I'm glad they're picking a name that will still keep up with a lot of the traditions. You can still say ACTR. You can still say. Uh, Hail to the Red Wolves, maybe. Uh, you probably got to change some of the lyrics up in the middle of it, but um, mm. I'm excited. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm not like the Red wow. Wolves. I just got to tell you, 2020 has really uh, shifted things. There, things have <laughs> shifted quite dramatically. <laughs> and, I, and I will say this. If you're a Reds, if you're a Washington football fan, it's going to take me a while to get that out of my repertoire. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I never thought that this day would come. I, I, I thought it would come. I didn't think it would come under this ownership. Um, but if you're a Washington football fan and you think, uh, and you're saying, if they, if they change the name, I'm not a fan. You weren't a fan to begin with, to be honest. You're looking for an easy out. The team's been bad for like 30 years. <laughs> you're, you're looking for an easy out. And this is an easy out for you. I get it. And Baltimore got Lamar Jackson doing what Audrey Thee was doing in 2012. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Go have fun. I'm going to still be upset with this sorry-ass team until they do. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, Good for you for I being am, loyal. I, I am too loyal. This is, you want to talk about abusive relationships. I mean, it's a re- that's what I think every time I look at the Redskins. It's an abusive relationship. All right, all right, relax. That's all accurate. Right, all right, you don't, get to say, <laughs> you don't get to say it. You know how, like, P- Tina looked at her friend when her friend was like, Ike was beating you, and she was like, yo, chill out. You don't get to yeah, say it. About I know. It. I know. This is, me, this is me and my man. I know. Watching the football team. I know. H-T-T-R. <laughs> H-T-T-R. Um, uh, and the last thing in my feel good is I'm going to try something new. I decided on it today, actually. Um, uh, it kind of came to me. The inspiration actually was, by, you won't believe it, it was J.R. Smith. <laughs> you know what, Omar? I'm um, done with you. How did J.R. Smith inspire you? I am, I am not going to eat candy for the next six months. I didn't even know you ate candy. Do you not eat candy at all? Not really. I really? can't remember the last time I had candy. Are you serious? What do you eat when you go to the movie theater? Popcorn? Nope. Wow. Okay. Well, shout, shout out. Thanks for making me feel like <laughs> badass. Uh, <laughs> I got a favorite candy and everything. Really? What's um, your favorite candy? Twizzlers. Oh, that's the pull and pill. That's why. The pull and pill, to be honest. Um, 
Like, so you don't have a favorite candy or anything? I mean, I like, I used to like chocolate, but now I'm trying the vegan thing for the like the last three months. The chocolate has been off the list. I used to love the Nutella thing. Because of milk? Yes, dairy. Yes, that's why. Oh, that's, that's tragic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I eat candy at least probably. Don't say more than once a week, Omar. I was going to say once a week at least. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, good. Probably. But don't do more than once a week. But I'm trying to go cold turkey. I, so you've seen the NBA players are in their little bubble now. Yeah. You've seen the complaints about the food they've been eating. Yeah, the- some people saying it looks like airline food. It looks like airline food. <laughs> so J.R. Smith checked in. He's playing with the, the Lakers right now. Mm-hmm. He checked in, he's, and he's gone vegan. And he's Good. Like, he's like, look at all this food they sent to me. It was like chips and candy. And he was like, how they want me to perform like a Ferrari? <laughs> but they, they feeding me, me this, like a Chevy. Well, they, they feeding me like, a, like, yeah, like basically. And I was like, Damn, that's a word, dog. Like, I got a word from J.R. Smith out here. Like, how do yeah. I expect myself to perform the way I want to perform? And I'm not giving myself the proper feel. So I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna falter because I have don't a sweet falter. Well, have don't a sweet don't food. falter often. I'm not gonna but the, the goal is to not falter often. But you're right though about the, the body situation. Steve Harvey had a, a, a similar comment a couple years ago and it made me changed my perspective too he was talking about how much green juices he drinks and things like that and how he just stays healthy to perform the way he does because you know he has a morning show he has he had a talk show he was like running around i was like how is he doing it he was going from west coast to east coast that's um, why his marriage is so successful because they ain't never see each other he, he i don't have time <laughs> for you omar but i will say you know what I, you should give your props your yourself props for one thing you don't drink liquor and a lot of people who drink liquor, they're the ones who really have a lot of weight gain. So, yeah. y- you know, y- everybody has a vice. If candy is your vice, that's the least of your problem. Sugar is my vice. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting it out of my system now. So Good. I'm going, I'm going into sugar rehab. Good. Um, <laughs> but those are my three things. Uh, I'll check in next month to let you know how I'm doing with the no candy thing. Um, I'm sure you'll be fine. Just replace it with water. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I have a sweet tooth. Let me drink some water. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's gonna help. Um, okay, so that's my feel good. Three things that are making me feel good this month. Moving on, we're going to the Pasa Pasa report. Yeah. Wagwan me you. Big up for the self. Big up to, on the self. Pasa Pasa. By the Boom, way, I saw out. something about a Pasa Pasa party happening soon in the DMV. I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that, but that's, apparently that's supposed to happen. Yeah, your ass going to be in there. <laughs> Pasa Pasa, Rona Rona. <laughs> I was Rona, like, Rona. um, you know. Anyways, so one thing I'm very excited about is you all have seen the pictures, the beautiful pictures. And this man has been making a buzz just with his name, but now his daughter's name is making an even bigger buzz. Uh, Usain Bolt naming his daughter, drumroll please. Okay. Usain named his daughter Olympia Lightning Bolt. That's a fire name. That's a fire name. I'm not going to lie. I mean, talk about speaking something into existence. Um, I was... the name is fantastic. It's very strong. It's very powerful. It, 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 lead, it can lead to a, a very powerful legacy to this young lady. But I just found out that now we are the Usain Bolt podcast. <laughs> we have transitioned to a new person. 
and it is now Usain Bolt. Hey, shout out to Usain for sponsoring the Look, podcast. I have to track my people every step of the way. <laughs> Whenever they make a big move, I like to tell you know about it. You know, you know, I, I need to let you know what's happening. Oh, so, so I, get, I get it. Yeah. Get so I had to let you know the update and the big name. And uh, she's adorable, by the way. Uh, her mommy, Casey, uh, his longtime girlfriend shared some pictures uh, of her. So check those out. I posted some on our Instagram page, Fufu and Jerk Podcast. And in some sad news now, uh, Shinsia, dancehall artist Shinsia, uh, unfortunately recently lost her mother. Oh, man. Uh, and so, <laughs> excuse me, she uh, recently had to attend her funeral. Uh, yeah, it's just very sad. Uh, yeah, she said her mother had a mild stroke, actually. Uh, and she was admitted to the hospital, and it, it happened suddenly on June 25th. So prayers up to Shinsia and uh, the Ramesh Entertainment family, who helps her manage her career, um, wishing her, um, you know, some some type of uh comfort and help in the next couple days with everything going on there she has a young uh, son and she is a single mom for the most part from what we've seen so very sad there i know that's a tough transition very, to very keeping tough up to, yeah, with very the tough what i was gonna do but um we're gonna keep up with the quasias over here staying less necessarily in the music realm um Ghanaian music producer and dj jules uh reportedly has been invited to join the Recording Academy class of 2020. Nice. So the, yeah, so that's 20, it's 2,300 people who basically are invited to vote on the Grammys for uh, amongst other things. So there's a guy named in there with influence now. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah, we need all the minority representation. Absolutely. Because, you know, the Grammys. we've seen the awards say, you know, awards so white, Oscars so white, all those type of things. So the, the more diversity, the better. Uh, Jules, he hasn't put out a full-length project since like 2018. He's dropping singles uh, uh, on his uh, Spotify and streaming accounts. But uh, shout out to him. You know, he first hopped on the scene in like 2015 with um, Skin Tight, uh, Hold Up, uh, a, a bunch of different things. He, and he's done a lot of projects with uh, uh, other Nigerian uh, artists. So shout out to Jules. Uh, for getting that recognition and shout out to the Grammys for, you know, reaching out um, to an artist and to somebody like him. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking and speaking about reaching out, Ghana's still doing it. Ghana's still reaching out to African-Americans saying, yo, look, man, if you need, if you're trying to get away, we got you. And, you know, last year was the year of the return where they encouraged a bunch of African-Americans to come back, uh, see Africa in a different light. Uh, now they're taking it a step further. The government has has negotiated with local chiefs and they've bought up 500 acres of land near the near um, Accra. And that's enough, they say, for 1,500 families. And they want to reserve that space for African-Americans who want to leave during like the civil unrest uh, going on right now with uh, all the racial tensions and everything. And they're like, you want a fresh start we have a spot for you to build right here. Uh, and that would be kind of dope, you know, to get a bunch of people uh, from the same area, uh, located in the same area, build your own communities within an African country. I think that would be pretty fire. 
So shout out to Ghana for that. Um, and, you know, just continue to try to be a lifeline and try to reconnect people with their roots. And um, side note, this is something Annalisa wanted me to add uh, into, my, <laughs> into my report. Um, coronavirus, you know, because that's all we talk about these days, is now a deadlier disease uh, than the Ebola virus in Africa. More people have lost their lives, according to CNN, uh, to the coronavirus now than the Ebola outbreak. Um, so just a reminder, you know, right here in America, you know, things are getting crazy. This thing is real. Put on a mask. Uh, President Trump just put on his mask. Hopefully it encourages y'all to do the same. Fire, 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 fire. When I tell you, I am just thrilled over the moon about this next guest. Msendu Bakchilin uh, is from Nigeria, but she's now living in Miami, Florida. And she is just so amazing. I feel like she's one of our sister friends on the internet. And we're so excited to have her. Uh, here's a little bit of our conversation that Omar jumped in the middle of. But here it is. Here we go. Adim, don't tell me you cannot wear that dress. Oh, my fupa is showing my stomach this, my stomach does. Don't you know your stomach gives a ginger? What did it feel like to to inspire people in that way? And how are you feeling about that moment? Just being able to to express that. I am. Um. Well, I'm very shocked at just like the amount of love and output and um real how much a lot of women are relating to this. Um, because I think for the most part, social media does misconstrue our image, our self-image. Um, and <clears throat> a lot of women do go around and they're not content with their body when they're like absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. And for me as well, I definitely went through that. You know, I definitely had times that I've been on 20 diets just to flatten my stomach, you know? What? not It's just not, it's not like, and the thing about it, it's like you don't really think of your whole self. Um, and just like health wise, you just think about, I just want this stomach flat. And obviously, cause that's what you see all the time. Mm. And, um, I've just really gotten to a point that like, it's just, that's not the, the vibe for me. And, um, I wanted to share that because I knew, I know that I've made videos before and I know that's like something that women do want to hear, need to hear, mm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriends were like uh, sharing and reposting. I was like, who is this girl? Let me check her out. Oh, wow. She's been doing this for a minute. And my co-host Omar uh, says, you know, you've been going viral for a minute now. Uh, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. So how did you get started and what made you want to go on this journey of uh, sharing videos that inspire people, make people happy? Um, so I want to say it started last year. So last year was such a difficult time for me. Um, and I would feel good. Like when I like put makeup on or like I did like some type of skincare routine and I just like really love myself. And it was just that type of like sitting down and just looking in the mirror and saying that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cute. <laughs> I'm cute. And nobody can tell me anything about that. Um, yes. And I decided to just show because like I do this stuff all the time on Snapchat and like my for the most part close friends um would see it and like they'll laugh about it. So I just decided that okay, let me just put one and then it's just been a continuous thing for me. Oh, that's awesome. And so how long ago did you start? I started I I'm thinking like November last year, because um 
I remember putting a video first. I think that's when I shaved my head initially. And it was like, you know, even if you don't feel like a lion, you're a lion. Um, that one, I think that was like the first one that was like, like empowerment, you know, for the mm -hmm. most part. And so it was November last year, I think November, or October last year. That's nice. If you don't mind me asking, what's your age range? You don't have to give me exact number. I know women don't want to give exact number. What's your age range? I'm 22 to 25. <laughs> Girl, bye. You can just say early 20s. Okay. Uh, that's awesome. And so in, in this world, especially when, when it comes to technology and social, it's just such a huge part of who we are in this day yeah. and age, especially amid this pandemic. I hope you're doing well, by the way. How has this pandemic impacted you now that you know what it's it's absolutely insane and like we're really living in interesting times um and just like the change I have a little brother he's five years old and he had to stop going to school and I love him and I love kids but kids can get annoyed. <laughs> Um, but I, I figured that he's probably really like tired being at home and not being with his friends as well. Right. So just like trying to transition that and like not being annoyed with him so much and trying to keep him engaged for the most part. Um, for my mom, you know, she, my mom is super amazing. She was working like three jobs. Oh, wow. Um, I know. But now she just works one and yeah. she's a lot happier now you know she's a lot happier and you know we're having more um a lot more fun a lot more conversations um but on that end it's been a blessing because now i can like relate to my mom more but then just the constant like anytime i'm going to a grocery store i'll be halfway inside of the store and be like oh my gosh i forgot my mask yeah so, yeah it's, it's super annoying um not yeah. being able to be with my friends because i just graduated last year Aww. and i moved back down here and I made some like really new cool friends and we were like on this vibe, just hanging out, hanging out. And then we had to stop. Aww. So that was super difficult, but I'm um, for the most part, I'm happy that I'm healthy. My mom is healthy. My brother is healthy. So you have to be grateful about those things. That is so true. You said you just graduated. What did you major in and at which school? I graduated from Xavier University. Oh, nice. Xavier grad. Yes. Um, I graduated with health services administration, but I'm business minor. Um, I'm really into public health, um, global health wow. particularly. So that's something that I'm trying to go get my master's in right now. Wonderful. So you just kind of fell into this social media world, it sounds I, like, because this is not even, this wasn't even in your major. Yeah, it wasn't. But you know what's interesting, though? Theater arts is something I've been passionate about for a very long time. And my mom is Nigerian. My dad is Nigerian. My dad's a physician. Nice. So um, there was definitely this whole you have to be a doctor type of, you know, pressure. Um, but for the most part, um, I genuinely love like public health, the preventative care. That's my biggest thing, preventative care. Um, but then I still like a heart. I love acting and theater arts and things like that. So, hello. Yeah, I get it. Hi. Sorry, so Omar is just gonna come interrupt our interview, but um, it's okay. You know, this is what I have to put up with. How you doing, exactly. Michelle? Hi. How are you? It's, I'm good. I'm good. It's the stomach for me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's perfect. It's really, it's, I just, I just so much love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you too. 
Oh I, my I goodness. It, so pick up where you guys left off. No, I'll well, I'll just give you a quick recap. We, she was just telling me how she graduated from Xavier, which is a HBCU. Shout out to our HBCU. Well, no, oh it's not. God. Not that no. one. No. Not no. in Louisiana. Xavier is not an HBCU. Okay, funny story. Funny story. <laughs> okay, tell me That's the backstory. The that's the one I was supposed to go to. Oh, man. And Why did you go to that one? Because then that would have been perfect. It. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, no, that's how I feel, too. Because so when I was applying to colleges, my cousin, who is a Howard grad, um, she wanted me <laughs> yeah, she wanted me to go to another HBCU. And right. I didn't know there were two Xavier's. So I applied oh. to one in Cincinnati. I didn't know. And I got in. I didn't know, girl. I, didn't know. <laughs> I got in. They gave me, you know, money, some coins. They said, you know, come here. Good. And I visited, and I was just quite over the um, the whole college app process. Um, so I said, I'll go there. My cousin was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you to go to Louisiana. I was like, what do you mean, girl? <laughs> <laughs> well, the wrong Xavier I mentioned, my bad. Uh, the one in Cincinnati, but you know, that doesn't matter because she wants to help the people. So she, her, her major was public health. And so, uh, she just fell into the social media world and she's just blowing up on a whole nother wave. <laughs> Here's something I couldn't figure out. What, where are you from? Where are your people from? Nigeria. Nigeria. Niger, okay. Niger, okay. I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if it was Nigeria or Ghana. You know, oh, really? Access kind of I told you he was going to come Nigeria. with it. Ghana and South Africa, because my name apparently sounds like South African and looks South African. Well, I love it. Pardon me? I was. I was born in Nigeria, yes. Born oh, and wow. A little bit, and then I grew up in the Caribbean in the British Virgin Islands. Girl, what? This is amazing. Like, you have, like, a perfect mix. This is great. <laughs> I love it. I the experiences I've had, yeah. That's okay, cool. so, so where did you... So you grew up in the Virgin Islands. When did you come to the, the States? I came here, I think 2013 or 15. I'm not sure. But um, I came, I think it was my junior year in high school. Mm. Yeah. I came into my junior, my senior year, and then I went to college. How's it down there right now with COVID? Popping you know here? what? You know, I'm not shocked <laughs> that the cases are going up because... We like to act the fool down here. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Oh, but, deep um, sigh. <laughs> let's deep, deep spiritual. Deep, deep sigh. Sigh. Um, uh, because when you go out, because I think there was a time when they did the whole curfew thing. Yeah. Nobody was on curfew here at all. Like, so I'm not shocked that the cases are going up at all. And Disney just reopened near my mom's house. Listen, listen, I don't even, they clearly want to kill people at this point. Oh my goodness. I don't know yeah. what's going on. You're going to die, die in the happiest place in, in the world. Cut it out, Omar. <laughs> the happiest place on earth, right? Oh my goodness. A mess. Well, so where do you want to go with these uh, videos? And where, where do you see yourself taking this? Uh, it seems like it's on the side because you, you still have to, to fulfill the, the role of being a doctor one day. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my gosh. Um, I, I don't know. That's like, I, I don't know. I really just put videos up and um, 
like really hope it does like inspire make people feel good because at heart like if you meet my mom my mom is like an older version of me Aww. and my mom is definitely the person who like would come to a room then nobody's happy or anything and she's just gonna start dancing and everybody's gonna be happy <laughs> and so right now for me i just i really genuinely want to um make people feel good i mean later in the future hopefully fingers crossed maybe i can get on some tv you know so yes. Cause that's what I really genuinely love. Um, so right now we're just like making people feel good, making pe- making people feel, especially because there's a whole pandemic going mm-hmm. on. Um, I really just want everybody to feel good, and then you know we'll see what the future holds. Such a so good where, point. So when you make your videos, where do you post them initially? Is it Instagram, and then people just snatch it up and take it to the other social medias? I no, I post it to Twitter. I Twitter. Yeah, I always yeah. post on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. with the with more of the empowerment, because I make like two different videos, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the biggest feminist ever. Um, but as a Nigerian girl, it's like we, my friend and I have, my friends and I have, I have a running joke of just like making fun of men. Um, <laughs> I can't. I think that's every woman at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like we just, I, but you I, just do it in public. And that headshake <laughs> I just had was was every man in the world. Like here we go. Listen, um, so I, I, I started posting um, just like videos because I didn't really start like empowerment. Like, well, for the most part, I did. Um, but it was more like centered, like, girl, forget that guy type of thing. And I posted <laughs> that on like Instagram. But like within empowerment, it was like more Twitter. And um, it was interesting to see how like, like Twitter, like carried, you know, the videos compared to like Instagram. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this all grew organically. Like you didn't even think this was going to happen. Like put any effort, people pay for this type of viewership. I did not at all. I was, I was shocked. Um, like I told you, like my video, the first one that like really went really big was the, even if, you know, you don't feel like a lion, you know, you're still a lion. Mm -hmm. And that one, I really posted it. Like I was just feeling good. I was looking good. And I was just like, you know, like this needs to be an everyday thing, Usendo. This needs to be an everyday thing. And I just decided to share it. And I really did not thing that it would go as far as it did and then like I kind of like started reading the room you know like Mm. you know I realized that a lot of women really needed that type of motivation and Mm. you know they just needed somebody to just bully them in realizing that they are actually amazing and you know for the most part I hope that like a lot of women get touched by it like they have I've gotten like really good messages but um no yeah like in regards to like I post the video and I I post the video and I turn off my phone. I don't even like. <laughs> Is that bad? Phone. I because I like I don't and also I don't want to expect it only because yeah. like because it's been doing so good. I don't want to be there and be like, okay, should it be That's this good? You know, so I just post it and I turn off my. Phone. That's a good word. I like that. I, I like I like how you use the word bully because typically when people say bully. Let's talk about like breaking people down, and you're like bullying people in the reverse. Listen, right? And I think, I think for the most part, like in like in this day and age, I think it's important to like take negative things and turn it into positive things. Um, and um, bullying, like in my house, like my mom bullies me all the time. You know, let me tell you, positive bullying or like bullying, bullying. Like, so she, you know, maybe she's out there right now. Don't I think that's every mom, though. I think most you moms know? are, like, super bullies. They don't right, even know so it. Big bullies, let me tell you. Like, 
today I wasn't feeling good. She stood at my door and she said, Msendo, you're going to eat this food. Oh. You're going to eat it. You're going to take the medicine and you're going to go to sleep. But she's bullying me in the right way because she wants me to feel better. So we've got, I've gotten a lot of bullying in my family in a very positive manner. And I just, you know, that's what I want to do like for other people as well. I love it. You know, in a funny way anyway. And what I really appreciate about you is that you're also repping majorly for the diaspora. And a lot of people don't see videos like this, the ones you've shared, and, you know, with different accents, uh, a different cultural background. I really enjoy that. That's really important. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, like, you say you posted Twitter. And, I, and for me, I was like, hold up, wait a minute. That means you're probably not getting paid for these videos because... Because I feel like Twitter is one of those platforms that doesn't necessarily play influence. Has there been any type of benefit from doing these videos at all for you? You know, I've gotten some people talk to me here and there, you know, gone to Lolo. Let me send you this. Let me send you that. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm saying, well, I mean, don't, don't do it before. You better get something. That's something. <laughs> you better get something. And, Omar, cut it out before. Know, Twitter is... Twitter is a great platform in just like carrying like, you know, black Twitter. We all know about Yes. Oh my the goodness. Power they hold. So Twitter is great when it comes to exposure. Um, not necessarily Instagram at mm. all. You know, you put on Twitter and you cause you know, Instagram gets things like later on, like after And the two, algorithms are so funky. It's it is. so funky. Is. I feel like I feel like Instagram is where the money is at though. I feel like if, it you, is. if you pop on Instagram, you get the money. Exactly, but you have to kind of strategically know how to do it. If you just stay on Twitter, like, you're probably not going to get... You're going to get, like, some few people here and there, but if you know how to really transition to, like, Instagram and maybe, like, YouTube, because YouTube got some bag, yeah. you know, then you so can look, really, you know, make some money. What I'm hearing is we need to do a Niger-Ghana collaboration, right? You and <laughs> you me. You know what? I would be together. I wouldn't be mad at it. I have a love-hate relationship with Ghanaian men. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Talk about, talk about. We, we are, we're a blessing to God. Thank you very much. Okay. Amen. We all are. Amen. That's, I'm, I'm not a blessing, a blessing from God, not to God. I said that wrong. Oh, wow. But, but, but I mean, come on now. We, we do y'all well. Don't, don't confuse with your, with your Nigerian brothers. All right? I think that's what you're doing. I think you're confusing you with know, your I... When I experienced a Ghanaian man, <laughs> I dated one, I realized that Nigerian men really do get a bad rep because it's uh, sometimes it be the Ghanaians who are like in disguise, you know, doing the damage <laughs> out here. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. We all know, Omar. We all know. We all, who's we all know? We all know. Granted, I haven't dated a Ghanaian man. I was going to say, you've never dated a Ghanaian man. What are you talking about? We all know. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, one thing we really want to get out there is a message for younger uh, social media influencers or anyone interested in getting into this space. What would you, advice would you give to them? Um, be yourself, man. Like, really be yourself. And it's something that sounds so cliche and something that we've heard for such a long time. But it is actually very difficult being yourself in it this really day is. and age because you get a lot of influences. For I say Twitter, it was one of the biggest thing, um, only because, like, Twitter, there's a lot of opinions. People think they're right on there. Oh, and people God. who are loud and they're strong. And sometimes, like, it really 
I don't want to say bad, but interesting opinion can go really far and people might actually like, absorb that. Um, in regards to Instagram, it's images, you know? So you get a lot of influences on like how your body should look like or, mm. you know, but, like how your page should look like and all that intricacies. Mm. Um, but you have to kind of learn to step away from that. And it's, it's difficult and it's something that does take some time, but like really being yourself and like find out that this is what I like and this is who I am is super important because people at the end of the day will gravitate to you and people can smell bullshit. <laughs> I have had to start unfollowing some people on social media. I just made a post about this. They didn't get a lot of likes. But don't, don't worry about that. It, it's really a false reality. It really is like all these fake bodies and all this Photoshop and all this nonsense. Oh I'm sick my of it. God. I'm sick of it. I had to learn to stop because um, they're like a very popular um, photo editing um, software, Facetune. I had yes. to learn to like. You know, I remember using it once or twice. Um, but for me, one thing I'm super grateful about is in regards to just like my image, I have had like some insecurities, but for the most part, I've really loved myself for like a very long time. Um, and anytime I do see, like try to use those apps and I look extremely different, I don't appreciate it at all. You know, mm. I even when I'm doing my makeup, I try not to do like the lying there to like make my nose skinnier because i appreciate my i think my nose is cute you know what i mean it is cute so (laughs) thank you sis um but um no yeah but it's difficult though you see these things all the time and like again like people who have a lot of influence you see them doing these things and it's Mm. really a false reality it's so annalisa knows all about that false reality you You know know, i won't say i haven't been the kim kardashian (laughs) contour queen sometimes (laughs) but you know know, like there's nothing i think for for the most part kim kardashian in regards to like her makeup her makeup is bomb we cannot yes, say the we can't deny she it. Looks good, yeah. but she does what works for her face yes and i think when it comes to makeup that's what we need to learn especially as black women like what yeah. works for our face yeah that's so true i also think that y'all are more naturally beautiful than y'all give yourself credit for <laughs> and y'all don't need to use as much makeup Omar as said something nice but you but that's a, you're sweet but then like you know sometimes it does it does feel nice like looking like a different person yeah, a whole nother you know? person. Like, you're it like, sis, pop out. It don't feel nice to us. It don't feel nice to us when we book you looking like one person and we meet you meeting like somebody. Like, who are you? Uh, I don't talk to you. Uh, that's y'all's fault. Some aggressiveness, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm being honest. Well, you should yeah. do your investigation first before you go <laughs> right? on these dates. Uh, that is my advice. <laughs> oh, so you heard that, fellas. Annalisa said, throw water in her face to make sure you know. <laughs> What she, what she looked like on the first date. That's not what I said. <laughs> but what happens is guys meet women in the club with the wigs and the makeup in the dark, and then they expect them to look the same way in the no. daytime. Please. That's not how it works. No, for me. We, don't, we don't expect y'all to look the exact set. We don't look, expect y'all to look model ready every day. But we shouldn't expect y'all to change complete skin tones. Well, when I think that, on the first day. That's, that. that's some aggressive language, Omar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're dragging oh some God. of my girls out here who work hard for that. Exactly. Well, tell, exactly. tell them to work less. Tell them to work less. Uh, yeah. it, it's night and day sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to do night and day makeup. Uh, <laughs> and it is what it is. <laughs> 
literally this is the daytime look this for is the, the pictures look. and usually it's for the sometimes you know cameras you know you you yes. work in tv you know yeah. like sometimes makeup honestly has to be heavy it's but, the worst the know. studio lights they definitely don't do you justice sometimes you really gotta put it on. shout out shout out to all my fellas out there that walk out in public bare-faced every day you know girls call you ugly and you, got, you have to deal with it and you have to deal with it whatever whatever <laughs> well i had so much fun having you on the show this month and i know it will be uh a definitely a, a benefit to a lot of people in this social media space so thank you so much we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts and you're doing this while you're not feeling good so i even appreciate it even more so thank you thank, thank you thank you thank you for having me yes Pepper soup is going to help you out while you whatever you got Pepper soup right my mom's making some right now actually there it is. There and we, it is. we you know we only drink we only drink spicy food in this house it eats spicy Ooh, food in this house. i, I know love it's gonna spicy be food she don't, she don't like spicy food don't believe her <laughs> <laughs> she don't lie. Stop I'm coming for her. I, I'm with you. I'm not going to let her lie on this podcast. I love spicy food. I eat my food. Okay? <laughs> I, I think Omar has three quick rapid-fire questions for I you. Do. He usually does. So, real quick. Okay. Number one, celebrity crush. Ooh. Mahershala Ali. Ooh. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good I one. I see that coming. Um, see that coming. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, number two, uh, favorite Afrobeats artist right now. Ooh. Burna Boy. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's cocky, but he's cocky because he knows he's good. I know. He and he's, he's dating good. like one of the baddest. I love Stefflon Dodd. I love, love throw that out there. Wait, who's he dating? Uh, I didn't even know he was dating anybody. Stefflon yeah, Dodd, no, she's a British Don, UK Jamaican while, yeah, artist. You, she sings uh, Hurting Me. Hurting Me with yeah. uh, French Montana, I think. With French Montana. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, and last question. Favorite African country that's not Nigeria? <laughs> Ghana. Ghana! <laughs> Wait, you got bullied into saying that. You literally got bullied I mean, into I mean, saying, I saying that. Say, but, like, Ghanaians are honestly, like, like Nigerians, but, we you know. We about them, too. In Jamaica, we say they're kind of, like, steal your money. money. You guys are not... <laughs> <laughs> I don't How like, dare he bring I up these stereotypes? Victimized on this podcast today. You know, you know, right. I'm, you know. I'm sorry. You you give positive energy, and I'm giving you negative energy. So that's my bad. Right? I, I apologize. That's on me. That's on me. You, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. Y'all, y'all are our brothers and sisters as well. We love y'all. He got a lot of Nigerian friends. He's just playing. Fire! 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 All right. I am so excited uh, that she was able to join us. Uh, we really enjoyed our conversation with her. And we hope you all will be able to go to the website, Fufu and Jerks, Fufu and Jerk Podcast.com to check out her bio uh, to learn more about her if you have any other questions. And follow her on YouTube. We need to get her some views on there also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Follow her on YouTube. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on the Twitter. And, you know, for me, it's, it's the stomach. The stomach. <laughs> Um, transitioning into speaking of stomachs, you know, we're going to talk to the food, food, and soup because you know it's always good. <laughs> I don't always feel the stomach. I promise you, low calories, I believe as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's this month's food, food and soup. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you've heard about it. Man, uh, y'all, this is the only thing people are talking about. It's a bit <laughs> of an entanglement. It's it's a bit of an entanglement. 
Um, <laughs> Will and Jada uh, sat down at the red table talk to address August Alcina putting her ass on blast. That um, table was on fire. Fire, okay? It was red and it was on fire. I, I just want to point out that this may have been the shortest red table talk. <laughs> when, when Snoop called somebody the B word, that was like a 20-minute episode, right? <laughs> this one had whole details about a relationship, and it was it was 12 minutes and only got like five minutes of information. Um, what were your thoughts when you watched The Red Table? If you haven't seen Red Table Talk yet and you're planning on doing it, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this by now, you're living under a rock. Let's just put that out there because it's everywhere. <laughs> but, you know... Annalisa, while you watched it, what did you think? I mean, at first I was shocked that she was even this honest. And then to look at Will's face. Will's face, man. (laughs) Will's face. I don't know if he needed maybe a little bit more concealer to hide some of what he was trying to say through his eyes. (laughs) But I was just like, this man is literally looking at her like, wow. Wow. It was like a big, wow. It, it was more of, I, I feel the face that Will was giving off was, you don't know how to keep your hoes in check. And now I want to come on camera and talk about this relationship that I didn't even like in the first place. Like, now people got to know my situation because you can't keep your, your dudes in check. You wanted to date a 20-year-old and now look at us. It was like one of the most cringeworthy uh interviews i've ever seen i will say that especially when they it was cringy especially when they said the um bad marriage for life i was like (laughs) oh my god oh my jesus take offense that's a joke they have amongst (laughs) each other and it's such a bad joke to have because i remember them saying in the other red table talk i remember them saying in the previous red table talk that i didn't know that, that they said they said that um no matter what once they get married, they were never going to get a divorce. That's what they said. I agree they with said. that. I, that part I agree with. I agree but, that divorce is not an option. No, 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 Once no, no. you, you, you marry somebody, it's not an option. That's stupid, though, if you decide you don't want to be together and you guys both start dating other people okay. in the same house. They said they were and, separated at the time. You but know, who people, knew about separation? They weren't legally separated. They just weren't banging with each other. No, that's I, different. They and then you, said and they then were she went, separated. And she went and slept with her son's friend. <laughs> they said they were separated. Not legally. This is like Alicia Keys messing with Swiss Beats separated. They were taking a break. Um, now, look, I will they, say this. Okay. And if we are being uh, non-judgmental, uh, I will say 50 Cent was disrespectful with everything he had to do on his social afterwards. About what I didn't even see anything. To oh, you gotta look at that. That's a hot mess. <laughs> 50, you know how he's just rude, even <laughs> will. But I will say this being non judgmental, I do think that marriages are extremely complicated and tough to be married to somebody. How long they've been married? Like 20 years. Probably something around that year. Yeah. To be married to somebody for that long, there are so many different factors. You know each other, every little detail about each other. You know, you know that it's, 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 you're putting in a fight just to stay in that thing. And no, to be the, honest, it's, well, I will say this. I've seen marriages in, uh, 
not necessarily my family, but I've seen marriages where people have been together forever and you could tell there were some sour moments and, you know, they got over it. I think that this is just on uh, display for the world to see. I can understand you being with somebody so long that, that you know, you know when they're about to be annoying. So you anticipate their annoyingness coming at you all the time. But to be like, I know you so well, I'm over this. That's ridiculous. That's the whole point of the relationship. If you're going to be with, to get to be with somebody so long that you know everything about them. And it's about creating new, it's about creating new situations to prevent getting boring, right? That's why you see all these like these 80-year-olds who had COVID separated from their spouse when they get together. They're like, oh, my God, I get to see him. Oh, my God. Because, you know, they, it's about creating those situations. Um, I think Jada just got caught. Most women I, don't. Let's the, just be honest. Here's, here's what I thought about that Red Table Talk. A couple things. <laughs> I, I, a lot of – they didn't say much, but they said enough to expose certain things, right? One – Jada played that little boy, and I feel bad for August. Real talk, I feel bad for him. I mean, but what if he played her? He didn't. He didn't because he told. He went on camera and said, "I love her," and she went on camera and said, "It was an entanglement." That's not being. That's not playing somebody. One somebody got played, and it wasn't him. <laughs> okay, and then and and then, <sighs> you know, they talked about them breaking up, and when they talked about break, when they when they Will said, "I never thought we want to get back together." And you can see he said it with like kind of a disdain in his heart. I low-key think that Jada probably cheated on Will before August. And that's what about Will? What what about Will? I, I don't think Will cheated actually. Cause what because Will didn't cheat on his first wife when he wanted Jada. He actually had to divorce that woman to get with Jada. He wanted Jada initially. And he and I don't think Will's a cheater, but I do think. You don't think that once Jada cheated. cheated and they sep- and they separated, I think Will was knocking down joints because Will Smith still got clout in Hollywood, and I know there's a ton of Hollywood women that would like to see what's what was jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought that whole situation was interesting and when when she said when he said i'm gonna get you back and she said you already got me back that's how you know will was knocking down joints right there because inside inside memories (laughs) because because she was like oh i think you already got me back and he was like because my man my man was probably hitting maggie maggie uh rope margaret what's her name you know what i'm talking about harley quinn they did a few movies together they had time and she ain't entangled with nobody, so she might as well get entangled with Willie. And you know, you know what? I'm not gonna put her. Well, now people are now using this word "entangled" a lot more. <laughs> and then someone on Twitter, so you know, there's a conspiracy theory that that Margaret Robbie is a woman that Will Smith was sleeping with. People on Twitter have been dropping things like videos and and images for this conspiracy theory. And only one of those things is something that caught my eye and attention. Typically, I usually brush all these stupid-ass conspiracy theories. <laughs> but Margaret Robbie was on, um, not Jimmy Kimmel, who's the other dude who has a late-night show um, on, on uh, NBC? So he used to be on Saturday Night Live. What's his name? Oh, man, I know who you're talking about. Not Damn. Jimmy Kimmel. But anyway. Is he on ABC now? He's on NBC. He's on NBC. He's Jimmy Kimmel's competitor. 
Oh, is he the British one? No, that's oh. CBS. Oh, hold this on. This dude's the most popular one. It doesn't matter. But I'm anyway, looking it up right now. She was on his show, and he does this. He does this game mm-hmm. where you get a question, and you have to answer the question, or you have to drink. And Margaret oh. Robbie got at. She saw the question, and she goes, "Oh, I can't." Jimmy answer. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. She sees the question and she goes, oh, I can't answer this question, but I'll tell you the answer without telling you the question. And she goes, Will Smith. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, you gotta ask, what's the question? And she goes, nope, I'm a drink. And she drinks and doesn't answer the question or reveal what the question is. That was the one where I was like, hold up. Cause the question was probably, <laughs> who's somebody you worked with Oh my God. That you got a crush on, or you want to sleep with, or something like that, and she didn't want to put her business fully out there. So she answered the question, but didn't reveal the question. What? And why would she name drop him? That's so weird. It, it, it's very weird, and that's and I was like, wait a minute, this conspiracy has some 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 juice to it. Hold up. Oh goodness. Let me well, take a Celebrities. My whole thing is at the end of the day. They're both high caliber people and it would be extremely hard for them to find high caliber people to marry after actually having two successful kids um, for the most part. And um, it, the family is just Will two. Will got three kids. Three kids. Well, I, yeah, well, only two of them I really, um, you know, on Jada's side. You know what I mean. Uh, but anyways, it's just, it seems like the family is a dynasty at this point. And they, I think they're thinking like, look, the Smith name, the dynasty we've created, let's keep it together no matter what. I can respect that. I got to, when this all broke out, I kind of, I kind of wondered what Jaden was going through because August was Jaden's friend. Yeah, and how do you feel when your friend is knocking down your mom? Like that's that's like the ultimate. Like, bro, I'm about to fight you. Like, what are you doing? Like, hollering at my mom, bro. Uh, but Jaden seems like such a, a, a open-minded spirit that I almost feel like he's not bothered by it. Yeah, I'm open-minded spirit. I'm gonna show you the spirit <laughs> of these hands. Hands of spirit. Hold up. Touching my mom. I honestly don't know if Jaden cares. I, I mean, we don't, we'll never know probably. Nah, he's smashing his I mom. Mean, he cares. He cares. I thought it was a little strange that nobody else came to the table. Usually they do bring the kids to the table. They ain't bring I, mama. They ain't they, bring Willow. Yeah, this was like, this is grown folks business. I <laughs> Y'all ain't allowed at the table today. I'm, I'm sure they probably at like, Jaden was like, look, man, please don't do this. Because <laughs> Will, whole, whole time, it didn't look like Will wanted to be there either. Um, yeah, it was very uncomfortable. For me, it, and the also, whole thing was weird. Also, I felt like this also confirmed that they were in an open marriage. No, because, people keep saying that. I really don't think listen people to me, are in an open marriage. It, it literally has to be. This has to be where the rumor started. Because if they were, quote, unquote, separated, and they were smashing other people, that, and you're still married, that's an open marriage. It's a complicated marriage. I don't like the term open. It sounds like you're making busted wide open. Sounds like wide open. It's not, what? It's not, it's not that what? wide open. Somebody it, was busting the wide open. That's August. I, you know, I don't know if it was that open. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, how, we don't know how open this marriage was, but all I can say in conclusion, it was the hottest tea 
amid this pandemic that we've had in a minute to distract us from all this nonsense. That is my I was, conclusion. I was barely <laughs> distracted. I know I know you was all the way blinded. I, I was know. so distracted. As soon as that <laughs> notification came on Friday, I was like, what? Say what? She admitted what? She wants the tabloids to go crazy. She could have even, she didn't even admit it. Will made her say that. She was like, <laughs> my entanglement with August. He was like, you're what? <laughs> Your relationship. You had a relationship with that boy. Oh my God. And they both called them Aug. That kind of was, that's kind of, that was the only cringe for me that Will knows that this dude they let into the house. All I know is dude. y'all better stream August Alcina's album because if this was for nothing, um, I don't even know why. Like, this is why. Hey, let this be a lesson to all you side joints out there, man. Nothing good comes from this because she don't look. She ain't admit that she loved you back, bro. You look bad in the light. All right, all these side joints out here need to don't say nothing. I will say this is the first time I've seen a, a side joint man um, react this oh, way. You know, I, facts. But you know what? <laughs> it's because like. I think he really still wants her, or at least he really wanted her. And he didn't yeah. and he felt like he was a main. She Jada did her job too well. That's the problem. She didn't, she she blurred the lines. You need to look, hey, look, man, you the side joint. Look, I'm gonna call you when I need you. You need to go elsewhere out, outside of that. She blurred, she blurred the lines too much. She, Woo! Um, usually, well usually side dudes just be like, all right, man, well, we'll F you then. And then it's done. They don't want to be known as a side dude. Like, what, what side dude wants to be known as a side dude? Like, that's not dope. Like, side, like side, chicks, side chicks would be like, well, your man wanted me. Clearly, he wasn't doing something right. Oh, God. Side, side dudes don't want to... Side dudes would say that only after they get caught. They'd be like, hey, look, clearly, you wasn't putting it down right, bro. She came to me. But they won't outright say that. You're right. That's, that's, that's the first time. I didn't even think about that. Thank you for that analysis, Annalisa. The whole time I'm just like, this is this is this is something else. This <laughs> this whole thing was something else. But yeah, that's that has been the foo and soup this month, y'all. <laughs> oh, it, so, it's summer, so, it's hot. <laughs> Annalisa, when this is all over, who you try to get in an entanglement with? You know, I am in an entanglement with my bed as of late. I'm trying to get some extra sleep. And who else? <laughs> and, who, and who else? Oh, we're good. Bye. I am saved. Um, I don't have time for this nonsense. I don't have time for anybody right now. I am enjoying my entanglement alone. Hey, look, guys. Hey, look, fellas out here, listen. It's been quarantine. So you, so you, so you know she's she been in the house with... With just her friends, you know, sneezing entanglement. We gonna call this entang. We gonna call this entangled winter. I love you know how I mean? Omar likes tries to flip the script on me, but I, he I, never I, reveals who he's cuddling up with amid the pandemic. But it's okay. Oh, I be I be cuddling. I be cuddling. I don't gotta drop no names though. But I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'm trying to do you a favor out here. I appreciate it. But unless somebody wants to put a ring on my finger, I'm not interested. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you jumping from ring before the entanglement? Are you tripping? Look, she don't know how this, she don't know how this relationship stuff works, guys. Well, some people are not interested in rings. They don't believe in marriage, so I gotta put that out there first. We believe uh, in marriages over here. Okay, I, she believes in marriages, but she's down for the entanglement until then. Okay, no, guys? I'm not. I'm not so, down for this foolishness. So, so entangle down. away, fellas. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair, okay? <laughs> Bye, Omar. 
This has been another wonderful episode of the Fufu and Jerk Podcast with all the tea (laughs) slash soup. And uh, before you go, we're going to leave you with this awesome, awesome word. And and listen, you should probably listen to this as well, okay? This is this week's The Unexpected. From the mouth of babes, uh, she said it. Find Someone, you a husband or a wife. Some woman posted that on her I, on her Twitter page. She said she was at a she was chilling with her little her five year old niece, and her five year old niece read her. <laughs> and Look, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, the kids know best. That's so funny because every time I go to like these seminars with kids and where I'm talking to them about my career, the first question they ask is, are you married? <laughs> Not about my career. Are you married? I'm like, oh, okay. This like, uh, she now. hasn't really made it then. No. Yeah, she's not married. I don't want, I don't want to do her job anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much what they, their faces are like. <laughs> Wait, do you have a husband? <laughs> um, no. Being a journalist isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think your job's cool, and listen. Oh, thanks. But like thanks. this little girl said, you need to get married. All right, guys, I'll holler at y'all. y'all we'll pray. <laughs> pray for pray for her future entanglements. Yes, please pray for my future husband, not entanglements. <laughs> I don't have time for this nonsense. Me don't have no time. Oh, here we go. Bye. Bye. Fire! Fire! Fire!